the, these are moments in people's lives. Um, and for them to have the headache of trying to take pictures and socialize or set up or plan everything. Um, it's the same reason that I would say, um, Hey, you're having an event or wedding, hire a planner, you know, contact Erica. And, uh, Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. <laughs> my name is Erica Hinkle. And my name is Joshua Griffin. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes, where we go behind the scenes with our Tidewater area businesses, philanthropy, and community involvement. I'm owner of Erica Hinkle Events, LLC, a full-service wedding and event company specializing in floral design and decor. And I own Griffin Air, serving the Middle Peninsula and Northern Neck for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs. Let's go behind the scenes right now. Welcome to Behind the Scenes in Tidewater, where we go behind the scenes with our local businesses, philanthropy, and community involvement. And today, Erica, we have a fun one because this guy, he's a pretty talented guy. I actually, I feel like I'm rubbing elbows with, uh, you know, royalty today. I know. I uh, Mason was one of the first, like, entrepreneurs to kind of introduce himself to me in the Gloucester area. So I really love him and I'm super excited that he's on our show today. Yeah, he's definitely, I would people person. I don't know if he would call himself that, but I would definitely, I, he definitely, he's one of those encouraging type of people when you get around him. Yeah. You um, can't not smile when you're talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so today's guest, his name is Mason Morowski. Hopefully I said that right. And he is owner and operator of Morowski photography and Mason, if you could just start off telling us a little bit, a little bit about you and what you do. Hey guys, it's great to be on the show. Um, like you said, my name's Mason, and I, um, to give you a little bit about my background, I have uh, two degrees from Christopher Newport University. I graduated in 2010 with a bachelor's in uh, design tech theater with a concentration in set building and scenic construction which comes in handy in some of my shoots. And I also got a studio art uh, bachelor's degree with a concentration in photography. And um, I've been in business now for nine years officially and full-time uh, running the business for the past four years, um, I would say, absolutely. So... Awesome. Yeah. And um, I'm really happy to be on with you guys um, just uh, to talk about local business. And um, I know uh, Josh talked a little bit uh, with me before the podcast about how um, I, I have a knack for travel. Um, today, I just got in from visiting several national parks. Uh, so I just flew in this morning from uh, Las Vegas coming from Zion National Park, which if you guys haven't been, I highly recommend going. It's gorgeous. Uh, even if you just have a phone for pictures, it's beautiful. Absolutely oh my gosh. Zion. Yeah. And uh, it's not far from uh, the Grand Canyon, which everyone's heard of. So I was out there photographing and um, doing a lot of sightseeing in between and, and uh, building my portfolio. But oh my gosh, I want to dive 
all into this. But before we do, why don't you let our listeners know how they can uh, reach out to you, how they can find you? Do you have a website or social media? Sure. So uh, my social media is um, Murawski Photo. So that's M-U-R-A-W-S-K-I-P-H-O-T-O. Murawski photo. Uh, that's for my Facebook, my Pinterest, and my Instagram. And then my website is MurawskiPhoto.com. On there, you can find a submission form to reach me if you'd like to book a session or talk about a wedding or doing some form of portrait or video work. Uh, or if you are interested in seeing a gallery of some of my fine art prints that are sometimes uh, for sale online or in uh, real life IRL at uh, festivals and such um, you can contact me there as well um, I, should I give out a number or email or is that good yeah you're you're welcome to for sure okay my business number is 804-684-1005 and you can text or call me or leave me a voicemail there, as well as my email, which is murawski.photography at gmail.com. So that's M-U-R-A-W-S-K-I period P-H-O-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y at gmail.com. And that's how you can get a hold of me. Cool. Or when you see me out and about, please say hi. Yeah, like the bank. That's the last time I saw you was at the bank. <laughs> okay, that's good. That means I was doing okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So I want to ask you about the different kinds of photography that you do. I know that we relate a little bit because we're both in the wedding industry. I know you do Absolutely. wedding photography. But you do a lot of, like you said, traveling. And uh, you even do fine art where you sell. I want to hear all about it. Sure. So that's part of how I uh, got started into photography, if we can go down that road. Um, yeah. Okay. I um, graduated and I had worked my buns off for four years and I was ready to do some traveling. Um, I think during college, I definitely tried my best to travel uh, on the weekends or I scheduled all of my classes um, on like two days a week so I could go away for like five days at a time. And, uh, I tried really hard to drive to and travel to these locations that I wanted to photograph and, uh, places I wanted to visit people and things I wanted to explore. Uh, but I was tethered to, um, the whole, um, campus life uh needs and um mm. actually being there for school uh to learn so after school i graduated and um decided to do two mission trips um which took me to the dominican republic and to um haiti both on the same island the island of hispaniola but uh separate trips and uh, great photography opportunities. Um, and we can talk about a little bit of that later. Um, but along with that, I had a friend studying abroad in Costa Rica. And one of my other friends said, hey, would you like to come visit uh, with me on spring break? I was living at ODU afterwards, uh, after graduating from CNU. And um, 
my buddy said, Hey, you want to go down to Costa Rica and, and visit a fellow photographer friend? And, um, I said, yeah, that'd be great. Except I graduated. So I'm going to just look for tickets and go right now. You've inspired me. And <laughs> you can come down and visit me. You can meet me day. there. Yeah. So I went down for a month and I, uh, I backpacked around, went to, uh, uh, all sorts of different parts of Costa Rica and Panama, uh, out as far as the Island of Boca del Toro, um, where you pay like a dollar to get on a boat and, uh, somebody takes you out to this island. It's beautiful. And all of the images that I was getting felt like um, Windows backgrounds on the desktop. Computer. Oh, oh, yeah. And it was just, this is where they are made. And so I was building my portfolio. Uh, I was guarding my, uh, my equipment and um, trying to get a little bit of rest while... Um, what I like to call um, smart people instead of using smartphone. <laughs> I was asking everyone uh, as much insider information as I could get on where to go, what to see and, you know, how to get there. Uh, so I was, I was backpacking around Central America for uh, about a month. Um, I also um, traveled to um, a bunch of different, national parks i couldn't tell you exactly how many i've been to by now or exactly how many i traveled to the year after i graduated when i um, started into um, considering starting my business but um my friend uh scott reset who came uh to visit me at the time i was working at ben and jerry's a lot of you guys might know uh me from my ben and jerry's days i worked at ben and jerry's in yorktown and um and then I managed it for a couple of years um, alongside a couple of friends. And um, so he showed up at the shop after he graduated from VCU and said, um, would you like to go for a month and a half and travel the U.S. together? And I said, absolutely. So oh my gosh, um, where are these, where do you find these friends? I can't get anybody to go anywhere with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you're just like, hey, you want to go backpacking? That's awesome. Yeah, this was this was before Find My Friends and uh, before Craigslist, I think so. I uh, got you. <laughs> I'm just messing. Yeah. But um, I'll, I'll hook you up if you want. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's part of, uh, you know, the creatives. Um, a lot of creatives seem to think uh, similarly in that way. Um, we want to see what's out there um, and we want a uh, new and exciting office space every day. Mm, and it's um, true. That, that, <laughs> right. Am I right? Yeah, no, and you're so, right. <laughs> um, I was trying my best to make that happen. And my friends were, um, were part of that. And so um, I had this wonderful opportunity the first year I was out of college to go to all of these places and many more that I haven't mentioned. And build my portfolio of works. So I started uh, with landscape and animal and uh, travel photography, uh, both rural and uh, city. Mm -hmm. And um, then I called through my works, choosing some of what I felt were the best. Um, and I uh, put some money into printing and matting and learning how to do some of that. Uh, I had learned some of that in, in college, and then I 
continue to learn. Uh, here I am years later, still learning, still continuing to learn. I just got back from a photography conference uh, that I attended in Vegas, which is why I was out in the Midwest. So um, always growing, always learning, but um, starting my business there, uh, that was my first year once I built this portfolio of works. Uh, I entered uh, competition and um, they had the Urbana Art on the Half Shell, which was an art show that happened for a few years. Yeah, and, I remember that. Um, I entered and I won first place in 2D works um, for a black and white uh, portrait of a friend uh, on the end of a dock. It was just a gorgeous uh, photo that I lit a little bit with um, some light painting, which is long exposure technique using um, off-camera lighting. But um, yeah, so I, That's I, started, awesome. I started entering more competitions after that and um, signing up for festivals and submitting my works so that I could uh, get FaceTime with people. I could meet potential clients. Um, that I could gain a fan base of people uh, looking to collect my works or um, to put their put works in their homes or businesses. And um, at that same time, I started second shooting with people, um, trying to learn from people I looked up to in the portrait realm. So I started second shooting weddings and second shooting um, for uh, family portraits and couples portrait sessions uh, under uh, one of my friends, Jeremiah Skinner, uh, who at the time ran a company called Jeremiah Skinner Creative. And um, we worked together for a lot of years. I learned from him and um, have worked under other studios since and uh, then went full time into my own um, portrait and fine art uh, works doing photo and video, uh, where I am now. So. Oh, so you do video as well too. I do. I think that's important for me to touch on. Um, I do offer video packages for weddings. I also do video work for, uh, companies, um, to showcase them. So, um, a lot of companies like what Josh does, uh, in that realm of service work. Um, I can, showcase uh what they do uh and put it into a nice neat fun beautiful little um highlight reel that uh helps advertise what a company can offer to uh a client um so i love that that sounds super helpful <laughs> yeah so that's one of the things that i do so um and then uh, of course, uh, like I mentioned, uh, wedding videos. Um, so I um, want to tell people stories and I want to uh, share not only through photography, but through videography, which is a series of photos. <laughs> um, and so they used, used to be called motion pictures, right? So uh, video uh, can show emotion and you can add audio that can evoke more emotion um, for the viewer and for the um, clients themselves within the actual work. So uh, that's awesome. I, uh, I love that. And I've been noticing, I'm sure Josh has too, but more and more 
people are putting professional videos on their business websites, like whether it's like a little commercial or like you said, a highlight reel. A lot of business owners are doing that these days. So that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a, a handful of uh, commercial clients um, and I, and uh, I love working with um, web designers and, and uh, marketers. Um, social media marketing is very helpful uh, for me as a business owner now um, because I don't do any of uh, the marketing, but I create content that can be shown for marketing. If that right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm glad that you brought that up so that I could let people know that I do that. So yeah. I, I do see that as a thing that's very popular now. People are looking for something they can put on Facebook, something they can put on Instagram, something directly on their website or uh, YouTube video. So um, those are all little snippets that I can do. Um, and that I enjoy doing so that's awesome yeah I went to you just said you went to um, a photography conference I went to the okay um, wedding MBA to well this November will be two years ago and they were saying then they were like if you're not doing video you're behind you're gonna be behind the times because everyone's doing video that's where it's moving to yeah Yeah. in a way I definitely would I I would agree with that um some people don't do video and photo, um, and I absolutely respect that. I think that there is definitely something to be said for someone who uh, just wants to do one or the other and right, focus right. on that. Um, but I do uh, work alongside other creatives uh, who collaborate with me and uh, help create content for people. Um, who are in need or who may not even know they need it until they see it and see what is possible and then realize that they might be behind the curve and could absolutely use some wonderful content like that. So. Where, where do y'all find these conferences that y'all go to? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's uh, industry specific or, or is there a website that if somebody's advertising a, a specific conference that they advertise on i don't know how mason found his but i i found wedding mba through um somebody told me about it but it's the large it's the largest wedding conference um in the country once a year and it's in vegas i don't know though there's like a million conferences going on in vegas i don't know how to find out like all the different ones there are um (laughs) i i work alongside realtors as well sometimes and um so I have a network of, of uh, realtors and mortgage brokers, and they are always talking about uh, the conference in Vegas for real estate. So uh, then in the service industry, um, my friends who do electrical work um, go to a conference down in uh, New Orleans annually, and... Um, I know that that's a huge thing. So I'm sure that there uh, are some uh, business growth and maybe service industry specific conferences that we could find for you. So I'd love to uh, ask around and connect you to the right one, Josh, if you're trying to. Yeah, get yeah, because the, the only reason I asked is I've looked at some of them and and for whatever i'm whatever reason i'm picky i guess yeah you um, don't know what's the best one to go to so right yeah 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 because some of them are 
Anyway, I, I, I won't. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> off air. Okay. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> on air um, the way that I found uh, the conference that I went to. It's called Wedding and Portraiture Photography International Conference and Competition. Uh, they focus on um, the importance of printmaking. So, um, actually printing your work and submitting it. Uh, they have a huge print competition, and um, it's a beautiful way to. Um, display your work and to choose some of your favorites from the year. Uh, and they have various um, entry types, such as uh, senior portrait work or wedding oh, okay. couple day of or um, wedding couple not on the day of or uh, wedding video or... Um, pets, babies, etc. So you can enter into the different categories um, and it's people from all over the world um, and they have an expo and um, teachers. You can sign up for classes from your favorites and look them up online before you go. So um, I, this was my second time going and um, I got turned on to it by a friend um, through another studio I was working with uh, in the DC area and, um, just a great opportunity to continue learning and growing as a photographer and as a videographer, and, um, learning how to work with my clients better. I gotta say, and I think this, this speaks to both of you that, um, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that do wedding planning or take pictures or whatever, but there's also, folks like you guys that are trying to get better, you know, every year going to conferences, learning their craft, honing it. Um, so I think that speaks volumes really to both of you that, you know, that you're just not, Oh, well, this is what I do. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. really yeah. out there. I meet, uh, a, I meet a lot of people who feel like, yep, this is what I do and that's it. And it just, it is how it is. We, well, why do you do it that way? Well, we've been doing it that way since I started. Well, why do you do it that way? You know, yeah. so, um, in any industry, I think that continued learning is extremely important, uh, not only for perfecting your craft, but um, for how you interact with clients and um, how you run your business um, and whether or not you might be missing out on some things that you could uh, change or add to what you already do that's working well. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like you took a lot uh, back from it. So that's awesome. I did. I have a lot of notes. I don't know if we have time for it all, but I, <laughs> I've got a notebook. Yeah. So it's about applying it once I get back. Right. So, yeah, no, that is always the thing. It's very exciting when you're in it and then you come home and you got to be vigilant about, applying all the stuff that's right <laughs> i have to ask on the outside looking in because uh there are times when i see people do things with with whether it be photography or other forms of technology and i'm always like how did they do that <laughs> do, you, do you ever go to these conferences or 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 through another avenue figure out something and you're like that's how they've been doing that right there uh i'll answer if erica's not going to but yeah absolutely. go ahead yes absolutely um that's why I look up to other people. Um, so I'm not trying to emulate something that somebody else has. I'm trying to have my own 
look, my own style, do my own thing and run my business the way that works best for me. But when I see something that I've wondered, how was that shot or how was that filmed? And then it's broken down and discussed by a board of people who are all judging it or uh, discussing a how-to in a class. That is priceless. It is absolutely priceless to me uh, because I can take that technique that I may have learned and apply it to something unique to a client within their portrait session or their wedding or their uh, video or marketing photo. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't personally have anything in my business that I was like, I, I just can't think of anything, but I did do a photo shoot, um, last year and these photographers came and they like take pictures where it looks like it's raining fire on an umbrella or there's like a circle and it's, it looks like a fire, uh, ball. And I learned how they do that. They, it's a, it's a wire whisk and they uh, light an SOS thing on fire and put the whisk in and then they just spin it and I've take, seen, and take the pictures. Many, uh, I've seen way too many YouTube videos for y'all to keep using uh, this fire. I, 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 I see, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's dangerous, right? Yeah. Yeah. You always see these YouTube videos of the, of the poor bride, her dress catching on fire or, or ending up in the pond or whatever. And I'm always like, why do they keep taking these risks? Oh my gosh. Well, well Erica, I'm sure uh, with as many weddings as you've done, you know um, how popular it is to have the um, sparkler exit. Oh my gosh, Mason, I think, I think, fingers <laughs> crossed, I think it's phasing out. I have like, uh, I think 12 on the books right now. And I would say there's a couple of them that are just like, no, we don't want to, we're not doing sparklers. I'm like, really? Thank God. Okay, great. <laughs> Moving well, on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess um, I thought it was kind of funny that the answer to not being able to get them all lit in time uh, for everyone to have it lit was to have extended length sparklers. Yeah. Everyone gets now. And then uh, they're just closer to the bride and groom and, you know, the bride and groom are like sometimes fearfully running through there. Yeah. You know, I'm trying it to can be very like a beautiful <laughs> moment. And they're like fearing for their lives. So I think the sparkler actually is kind of fun. But um, yeah, I, I learned about some things that are phasing out a little bit. Um, the percentage of um, Saturday weddings has gone down in 2012. Yeah. Um, 71% of weddings were on Saturdays. Uh, now it's down to 61%, and uh, there are more weekday weddings. Uh, also, like the bouquet toss is phasing out. Not everyone's doing that. So some yeah. of the traditions are being broken um, because uh, specifically it's, it's uh, supposedly because of the millennial generation um, who's now getting married and wanting to break tradition and change things in all sorts of ways. So why not? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know that's totally dead on. <laughs> that's a, I don't know if it's a struggle for, for you necessarily, but for me, it's a struggle uh, with, with younger clients that are, that don't want a lot of tradition, but have traditional parents and the parents are paying the bill because there's oftentimes this like, 
disappointment on the parent side because the millennials don't understand that you never planned your own wedding. Your parents planned, like back in the day, your parents planned your planned your wedding. You didn't really plan your wedding. So like the parents are waiting to plan their kid's wedding and now that's been taken away from them. So like an entire generation of people didn't get to plan a wedding because they didn't plan their own weddings. Their <laughs> parents planned there. So it's like <laughs> this whole thing and you have to kind of like, you know, you, you got to be just sensitive to that. So I always am like, okay, oh, well, definitely. we can we can give the your mom something to do or we can give your your dad something to be in charge of. <laughs> yeah, you're getting into the psychology behind it all and um how to please your clients and how to work with them in a time that can be very stressful and um very difficult for people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you, why don't you tell us something that you are proud of about your business or that you would like your cl- customers to know about? Okay, something that I'm proud of. Um, well, I really enjoy going to new places and new locations. Um, I love suggesting locations that I have been to or maybe that I haven't been to. And saying, I think the light would be good about this time at this place. Would you guys be interested? And um, if I have control over uh, where a shoot could take place and when, um, those are some of my favorite moments. Um, so I would say that I'm proud of uh, creating moments that um, give uh, a look that I may not have otherwise explored if I hadn't continued to explore the area or um, say, yeah, of course I could come to whatever state you live in or wherever you are in the world. Uh, So um, I think that's important and uh, should definitely be mentioned. As a, yeah. as a fellow lover of travel, what's your number, what's, what's your one place that if somebody said, if it's, and if there's one place I need to add it to my bucket list, what would that one place be? That's Iceland. Ah, oh, okay. hundred percent. And I just ran into someone else, um, uh, at the, uh, Horseshoe Bend in Page, Arizona. And, um, she said, oh, I'm a fellow lover of Iceland and it just makes my heart so happy that um, we've become these um, people who are very um, much like marketing for Iceland without Iceland paying us. Like, yeah. <laughs> because Iceland markets itself. It's such a beautiful experience. Um, I would love to um, do senior portrait sessions there or, um, you know, wedding there or, um, engagement sessions. So, um, it's a gorgeous place to photograph and, um, tickets are cheap. So what's the best time of year to go? Oh, so that depends on who you ask. Um, <laughs> I'm asking you, pal. Well, if you're asking me, I think that the best time to go is during the summer. Um, and the reason is it's not excessively cold and there's not snow everywhere just in certain places that you can go to but still get around um and if that makes sense and then the sun uh sets for about six hours every evening you just have golden hour 
and I'm sure Erica knows about Golden Hour and would love that feeling. But it just is this beautiful soft light for like six hours as the sun sets, and then the sun just starts rising again. So it never actually gets dark. So you can travel around the island as long as you want until whenever you want at whatever hour you want and photograph and film till your heart's content the entire day, all day. Wow. So, yep. That does sound amazing. That's why I recommend going in the summer. Um, And if you keep uh, your hours like you have here in the States, um, you can travel around and check things out later in the day and then into the night. And most of the um, travelers uh, and tourists will be on a different schedule than you and you'll miss a lot of crowds. Nice. Yeah. Good tips. Good tips. So are there any, um, are you involved in any community um, involvement or philanthropy any good causes that you support that you would like to highlight? Absolutely. I, I guess I don't highlight a lot of this enough, but um, like I mentioned before, um, I had gone on a couple mission trips um, the year after I graduated from college. I also had gone on a, a couple missions um, while in college. So, um, I grew up going to a church in Denby, uh, in Newport News, and um, my mom had a friend who um, went to Sunday school with her and uh, worked for Boeing for a little while, and then realized that uh, he could show up or not, and Boeing would crank out a plane every three days without him. So he he wanted to go do something meaningful so uh he felt as though he should um go to haiti so he moved to haiti back in the 70s and um has been there ever since um doing engineering and water works and uh building schools and stuff like that so we got involved going down there and um i've had the opportunity to um, do portrait work for people who've never had their portraits taken which is uh phenomenal but um, outside of that, a lot of people um, may not have even had a mirror to look at their reflection. So when the prints are given out, uh, they may not even recognize themselves. And other kids are giving the portraits to um, their friends saying, this is you. This looks like you. So, um, Oh, my goodness. That's so heartwarming. It's it's huge. So um, in school, I I took seven and a half years of French, and I had no idea what uh, God was going to do um, with that. A lot of people said, ha, you're taking French, that's going to be useless. Our (laughs) second language, almost the first language is Spanish, you know, how are you going to use French? And then I found out that Haiti was a Francophonic uh, island, um, Mm. that that half of the island. And, um, and I was able to work with them as well as, um, translate for the groups, uh, that we, we went down with and, um, did some work with, uh, a Canadian organization, um, where you do child sponsorships. So, um, I got to be on the end of it where we were 
um, driving out to extremely remote villages and photographing children, um, and giving them prints, and then also getting information about them uh, and a photo that you here in the States or in Canada um, could support uh, for food or school uh, or an animal for the family, etc. So um, awesome opportunity. And um, so I've, I've had a lot of opportunities there. And then um, photographing and um, working with the um, medical mission um, group. Uh, it's called Hope International Ministries. And um, it's led by Kurt and Debbie Holtis. And um, that uh, group I got connected with when I started attending Lighthouse um, which was at the time Lighthouse Worship Center um, or Gloucester, the big church on the right. Um, so, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, we describe things in a way that people can, can't always fathom um, if you're not from the small town. But um, yeah, so, so those are a couple opportunities that I've had. Um, and I was able to use my French um, again in um, the Dominican uh, with the Haitians who came across the border for job opportunities and were living in the slums that we were working in. So a um, lot of great photo opportunities there. Um, within the local community, um, there have been several opportunities over the years. I've done um, work with uh, Cornerstone Fellowship Church and um, Matthew's Market Days um, and uh, the Children's Outreach. And um, I've also done a lot of work with um, Mega Sports Camp, if any of you guys have heard of that. It's a big um, vacation Bible school on steroids, if you want to call it that. Oh, where, yeah. yeah. I have heard of that before. Um, like hundreds of children yeah. <laughs> um, are doing soccer or basketball or um, cheerleading at Lighthouse uh, for a week. And that is an awesome, awesome experience uh, right here in our local community um, that happens every summer. And I do uh, photos and video for that. Uh, and it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. It's very rewarding. And to just capture um, the emotions of the kids and get all those memories to the parents uh, because they weren't able to be there. Oh, that is super cool. It's and from what rewarding. I remember, it's it's pretty affordable. Like it's very reasonable the cost cost of that. I was looking into sending um my oldest to that a couple years ago. Oh, it is. You still could send uh your kids to that uh, either as a helper or as uh, a camper. So, um, Ooh, a helper. That's a good depending idea. Depending on how old your kids are now. Uh, <sighs> I I definitely recommend it. It's a really cool experience. A lot of cool. Really good. Awesome. Awesome. I do know where I'm going to see you uh, coming up. Okay. You're, you're doing the um, uh, the headshot photos for the Yorktown. What is it? The, bus the business conference? The yep. small business? It's the home, home based business. There it is. You uh, got it. Yeah, <laughs> yep. A lot of people have, uh, have signed up for that and have seen that um, I'm, I'm doing the headshots for that. Um, yeah, I'm super excited you're doing the headshots. I went last year and um, 
the gentleman that did the headshot was very, very nice. Uh, but he messed up my email and I didn't get it for weeks and weeks. It was a whole thing. But then, so then I saw it was you. I was like, yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to do my best to redeem the photography community uh, yeah. at this home base <laughs> business conference. Yeah. Um, that's a great networking opportunity for me um, and a great opportunity to work with um, some of my favorite people, small businesses and um, local businesses. Yeah, I'm really excited. You, have you been in attendance before? I've not. This is actually my first time going. So It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Like, you'll have an opportunity to, um, to go and see like the, the keynote speakers and, and that kind of stuff. And then they have like workshops, but I thought it was a really great networking opportunity myself and I learned a lot. So awesome. Well, now I'm yeah. looking forward to it even more. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited. That is March 30th and that is also super reasonable. If any listeners are interested, it's only, I think it's $32 and it's from eight to four and you get a bag lunch. So the chicken salad was good last year, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going again. No. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So, um, are there any? Would you say any myths or misconceptions about the photography business that you want to share? Yeah, of course. Um, I really am glad that you asked this question because I think a lot of people go into it thinking, "Oh, I could just." take my own photos or I'll bring my camera or um, they reach out and say, what camera could I buy if I'm trying to do this? Well, um, every situation um, can be bettered by a different lens or a different camera body possibly or um, varied lighting uh, that you could provide or uh, find if you're using natural light and um, it's very uh, exciting to um, be a part of people's um, lives uh, to be a part of these events um, whether it's a, just a, a huge event or a Christmas party or a birthday or someone's wedding or a bachelor or bachelorette party etc um, the, these are moments in people's lives um, and for them to have the headache of trying to take pictures and socialize or set up or plan everything, um, it's the same reason that I would say, um, hey, you're having an event or a wedding, hire a planner, you know, contact Erica. And, uh, Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, you, you can try to plan it yourself, but um, that's why we're here. We, we take the headache off of, off of you and um, – as a photographer and a videographer, um, I have a ton of creative experience in what I do, and I want to help you fall in love with your family more and um, be there for the moment and experience the moments and I'll photograph them. So I think that it's very important that people um, get past the myth that uh, they can just take phone photos, it'll be okay, um, or... Uh, I won't hire a photographer because um, I don't have the money, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you should invest in a professional photographer for um, pictures annually or for pictures at a, uh, an event, a wedding, et cetera. Uh, when you have a graduating senior 
um, when you have a baby, mm-hmm. uh, all of those things are just uh, snippets of times that uh, you should invest in a professional photographer um, because they're only going to happen once. And if you uh, don't do it the way that you um, thought you would, or it doesn't go the way that you expected, you're going to have nothing but the memories um, because you don't have photographs uh, or the photographs that you were hoping for. Um, So you're missing potential there. And then also, I just want to say to uh, listeners um, that if you're considering hiring a photographer or not, uh, you're thinking, well, um, the myth is that uh, you're paying for something that you could do yourself. Um, well, that's true for a lot of things that we do, right? Um, all three of us, uh, somebody could try to do any of the things that we do, right? Um, but right. Uh, but we um, are professionals in what we do. And um, as a professional, I want to help uh, my clients um, see their worth and see their value in a way that they know that they deserve um, to put the money towards um, having me there to celebrate with them and to capture those moments so that they can experience them um, unhindered. uh, Yeah. And it's so important. I, I, that's like the biggest thing. I'm like, just whatever you do, hire a photographer because yeah, you're, sister Stacy took a class in college. She's probably really good, but um, she's going to be pulled in a million directions on that day. And she's not going to be able to get those pictures that you want because, she's, That's right. you know, and then you got the whole, like, after all the formalities are done, pretty much everyone stops doing what they're like in, as far as like a friend or, you know, is, is considered they start drinking and having a good time and then they're not taking pictures it never right. works out or or I, time and time again i've heard uh people just oh yeah i had a friend do it but they never got the photos to me or it just yeah. took forever to get them or i had to pester them to do this that or the other um so i, I definitely do business with friends and and referrals um, and I love referrals from friends, but um, I think it's very important to uh, be professional about what you're doing um, in all aspects of life, but especially um, in photography, because we're capturing moments that only happen once. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. Thanks I'm definitely that. a YOLO kind of guy. So I like that. Uh, That's so- right. Mm-hmm. Every uh, every episode we go behind the scenes. Our show is called Behind the Scenes. What's something you can uh, share with our listeners that maybe the average customer doesn't know? Sure, um, I'm I'm really uh, excited that you asked this. I think that um, a way to explain a little bit about the behind the scenes um, when you're hiring a photographer, you're not just hiring them for. Uh, the moment that they're taking pictures. You don't hire a photographer to click a button on a camera. You don't hire a photographer to um, use a flash specifically uh, to light something. You hire a photographer for their value, for their expertise, and the value that they show you. So I want my clients to know that they are valued and that they have a voice of their own that can be expressed through my art. 
So um, whether a client has uh, become a paying client or if they're still a potential client, um, from the get-go, I want people to um, know that they're heard and know that I'm going the extra mile or willing to go the extra mile for them. I know a lot of businesses will say things like that, but I walk through the process that they are experiencing, um, not just word for word, but also emotionally with them. Um, so Erica touched briefly at the beginning of the podcast on some of the psychological feelings and experiences that families are going through um, that's sort of center around a wedding or um, maybe a birth in the family or a graduating senior and the parents are going through uh, what they're anticipating will be empty nest syndrome. Any of those um, opportunities uh, that arise, um, I'm there for the client to walk through it with them um, from before they hire me um, all the way through to the end, which is um, editing. You're not just tired for the time that you're on the job, but um, I have to make sure that uh, my time and talent on the editing side of things is covered. So, uh, and then after editing, um, clients have the opportunity to purchase prints and um, I can print things for them directly or recommend the best printing um, outside of my own means. Um, but I love that I can get things to my clients um, from their own bed. They can be on their phone and just uh, choose the things that they like, and I'll get those prints to them without them having to do more than raise a finger. So that's something that I love that I can offer. I love that uh, I'm able to walk through um, all sorts of emotional times with my clients um, while capturing those moments and preserving them forever for them to be able to go back to look at when times get tough or when they're missing those moments or when they want to relive those awesome times that they had um, partying with their friends, as Erica would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you want to put them in the collage after the collage has been sitting for five years empty. <laughs> you finally put the pictures in there. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I, um, I keep all of my um, photo sessions, all, all of the photos that I've edited. Um, I have things archived so um, my clients can um, access them online. They can share those galleries with other people um, who may have attended or may not have been able to be in attendance. Um, if they want to share um, a senior portrait flyer, I can create and design um, flyers for them uh, to send out um, or invitations, etc. So um, those are all things that I offer. And um, I love walking through um, all of these things with my clients. Um, and uh, I just really enjoy getting to know each and every one of them. And um, it brings me joy to bring them joy, to show uh, them happy and show them um, celebrating whatever it is they're celebrating in these milestones in their lives. Love that. Love it. Um, is there anything uh, new that you're uh, coming up with or something that's coming out new to your clients in the future? 
Um, such as a deal or promotion kind of thing or something that I'm offering as a service or what? Uh, no, well, it could even be something in the industry. I, you just went to that conference. I don't know if there's some new fang dangled technology that's coming out or something for photography. Yeah, sure. Um, so for a few years and um, any of my photography students uh, know I've been dabbling in uh, shoot through uh, what's called uh, shoot through techniques. Um, I learned it working with a studio, um, doing a lot of Indian weddings. Um, I mm. photographed a lot of Indian weddings with a lot of color, a lot of uh, pop, a lot of pizzazz, so to speak. And it's all cultural. And, um, and those uh, times of learning, um, I've, I've seen a lot of different things that I can use to shoot through to get a neat um, splash of light in a way that you wouldn't get just straightforward pointing a lens at an image or pointing a lens at um, uh, a client um, and clicking the button. So um, I'm definitely going to be playing with more um, prismatic effects and um, other light bending techniques. Um, I love the idea of uh, changing the shape of the bokeh that's in the photo. Bokeh is uh, blurred circles that are in the background. Of mm -hmm. an image. Um, it's what a lot of people will point at an image and say, I don't know what it is, but I really like this one. Um, that's depth of field. That's uh, It shows um, the distance uh, and a separation between the subject and the foreground and the background. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to be playing with um, some, some varying techniques like that. Um, yeah, that sounds that, really neat that I've been getting into. So, um, I, I brought a prism back with me, so I know a lot of, uh, photographers have been playing with all sorts of things already, but, um, each person comes up with something new and unique and a, a new look based on what they, um, discover while using, varying things to shoot through so uh i'm very excited to do some more new shoot through techniques this year cool yeah <laughs> thanks for asking yeah yeah i can't wait to see that yeah i'll make sure i share it uh, cool 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 check out my insta okay uh well great well we're about to wrap up if you could just one more time just share with customers how they can connect with you how they can reach you how they can follow you all those good things sure um so a great way to follow me would be on Instagram at Morosky Photo or on Facebook at Morosky Photo. And my Pinterest is also at Morosky Photo. And then you can find me on MorosskyPhoto.com. Um, again, my number is 804-684-1005. And that's my business number. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, text or call. Uh, and then an email, moroski.photography um, at gmail.com. So my last name, M-U-R-A-W-S-K-I-P-H-O-T-O.com, moroskiphoto.com. So would love to hear from all of you guys. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes and Tidewater. Want to share something with us or be a guest on the show? Send us an email at tidewaterpodcast at gmail.com. Like, share, and subscribe our podcast to help us grow. And listen for more deals, discounts, and wisdom from the best businesses in the Tidewater area.